This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. This is, what day is this? Tuesday. Turn up Tuesday. And if you are watching us, which if you don't, if you have not watched us yet, you should. We're on YouTube. You can search Bloody Happy Hour um, and you'll be able to see what we're drinking on. But today we have on our table our brand new Bloody Happy Hour signature tumblers. Caroline, what's the back of it say? Um, it says, stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. It has blood <laughs> dripping down from the top. We love them. Shout out to brand new listener who binged us in like four days, yep. Misty McCombs. Yep. But you know what? We These aren't just made for us. They're made for all of our listeners. So... Go on to either watch us on YouTube or go to our social media pages because we have posted pictures of us drinking out of them and of what they look like. And you can have your very own um, Misty McCombs, Idle Hands Crafts and more at gmail.com. I D L E H A N D S Crafts in more at gmail.com but she also has a facebook page with the same title idle hands she's an adhd person that has to do something with their hands to stay busy caroline well, that's why she listens and does paints and does paints. <laughs> and misty crafts so y'all we love them this we're officially going to be drinking out of these all the time so go to the facebook page you can message her you'll see the pictures on there put in your own order and be one of the cool kids it is idle hands crafts in the letter n uh-huh more more at gmail.com and we will put it in the show notes and we will put it on our instagram facebook and twitter pages in case you need to refer back to it we're putting it everywhere. Caroline, today is quickie day. It right? is. Yep. We got and some quickies. New on. listeners. This is when we tell you all about the news. Yeah, we're just going to talk about kind of what's going on in the news. And um, obviously, I don't have this one as one of my stories, but it's what's going on in the news is the Nashville yeah. shooting. So that was terrible. Yeah. I don't know so why. So over these school shootings. I know. And it's, I guess she wrote this manifesto thing and 
she's maybe they haven't released any of it okay. yet. But okay. So supposedly, allegedly, she wrote a manifesto. There's rumor. There's like, was it a hate crime? Was it? Which why like what was the reason? What, yeah. Like what? Yeah. But she did go to school there. She went to school there. She for is two a years. trans American. What do you call him? She's a a trans she was born a boy and now no, she's, she's a girl. born a girl oh she's born a girl which is weird because at oh, first no, i was thinking it was a girl who had been a boy and i was like that makes sense because typically you don't have female shooters like this school shooters yeah yeah true you don't that's why i initially thought when they said it was a trans person that it was i thought it was a original boy Whatever, but it's an original girl. It's that an original girl, to be a boy. biological girl. Uh-huh. Wanted to be a boy, dressed like a boy, and then I guess decided to shoot like a boy. Yeah, um, yeah, very ugly. And I was it impressed also rounds by hate, period. Like, yeah, doesn't matter. Hate is hate. It doesn't matter who you hate or what reason you hate, and if you think you're hate. That you hate for a good reason. There's never a good reason to hate. I bet something's going to come out because she did go to school there that she probably got mistreated or lectured or condemned for her lifestyle. Right. No reason at all to kill them. And if you do kill them, kill them. Don't kill the kids. Lord, just the kids are innocent. I was surprised how fast they released the body cam footage from the police. Yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, I got to thinking, (laughs) was this some kind of conspiracy? But what would it drive? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But I just was like, why did they do that? Then I started asking myself questions. Like, why did they release this so fast? How did they already have this video out there so fast? They never do it so fast. I don't know if it's a gun thing, a political thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's really a hate thing. Fuck the guns. Fuck the politics. It's hate. It's yeah. hate. Yeah, period. it's hate and mental illness. Yeah. Hate, mental illness, and whether... So, you know, if you have hate or if you have a mental illness, just maybe just go seek some therapy. It's fine. Or just don't get a gun. And then you won't want to do that. Yeah. They need to bring back to mental hospitals. Oh, they're here. Well, maybe people need to start going to them. <laughs> Moving on to Trent Learn Learn Camp. Lair Camp. You always get these last names. I know. Names. <laughs> I do. And I, I say them, and then I say them again. I'm like, Lair Camp. Okay, Lair Camp. Have you heard of this no. guy? No. What is it? 19-year-old from Georgia. He was, this is a possible hazing incident. He's a teenager. Uh-huh. And so he was dropped off at the hospital by three other teenagers, randomly. And he was allegedly being force-fed alcohol and drugs. Okay. So he was, he had, like, his his uh, limit, alcohol, what is it, intoxication limit, was... BAC? BAC. Uh-huh. Was .464. Damn. Wait, point, damn. So it's nearly six times the legal limit. He had spray painted on, like, there were spray paint all over, there's pictures out there, spray paint all over him. Um, He had been, like, urinated on. He had feces on him. Mm. He had been, yeah, been, like, taped to a chair during a party. 
So it's on March 21st where he was left at the hospital. So these kids were beating him up and doing all the stuff to him, getting him, so, like, force-feeding him this alcohol. They drop him off the hospital because he's unconscious. And apparently it's this very, like, affluent area. Mm-hmm. And also, by the way, this is the same area that Ahmad Aubrey happened. Mm, okay. So he was treated. He was rushed in there. He was in ICU. He was on life support for a little bit. Um, he was treated for a high level of intoxication and a mixture of controlled substances. So there were two prior incidents that had happened in March. So this is all in March. And first one, he came home with like a cut under his eye. He had to get stitches. And apparently he's hanging out with these people because I guess he doesn't have any other friends. That's what his dad said in an interview. Mm. So then there was another incident, and this was all before the, the one that caused him to go into the hospital. And the second incident was he was covered in WD-40, vomit, paint, glue, egg yolk, and one spray paint. Okay, so photos and videos are going viral of all this. And they have like 11 people who are in these photos and videos, mm-hmm. and they're all under 18, so it's a bunch of teenage, like, high school kids. And who, so are they high school kids? Yes. They all, and he is too? They, it says everybody was under the age of 18. Uh. So he is, the, and this just came out, this just came out, like, today or yesterday, and... He's out of the ICU, but police have not arrested anybody. <coughs> Protesters are coming out to the hospital. They're, like, demanding somebody be held accountable. They're calling it hazing, mm-hmm. but then they were like, hazing is not bad enough. This was torture. This kid is being tortured, and there needs to be something that is, like, they have to be held accountable, yeah, these kids. Yeah. They almost, like, he almost died. Yes. And so... And hazing for what? Like, I don't know. Are that's, they joining a secret sorority? That's what I was saying. It, I was thinking college. That's why they were like, well, it's not. It's it, they So just it's were, not hazing if you're not about to join into a gang or a club or when something. I've, yeah. Yeah. So they have the GBI and all and the people investigating it. But now they FBI has just enjoyed, Thank joined you. the investigation. So that's what we have for that guy. And it, that's terrible. He, oh, he was on, I mean, he's on life support. He had like all the, I mean. Is he fine now? He's out of ICU and he's recovering. Okay, okay. So, it, it just. Oh, was, it's sad. And especially if he doesn't have many friends, then he's going to try to do anything to keep these friends. Yeah, and think about it. And it happened twice before. It, yes, it is. Yeah. Now, a word from our sponsors. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it. It's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. Thank you.
podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the, the Cover, Cover Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure, for sure. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. We are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. against bullying i don't no i don't think so maybe there should no that's not good Stephen cozy florida and then you can imagine if this is an affluent area yes yeah, so parents. so that's what they're saying is they're like these parents are like what are they paying off the car are they they are influencing the officers the police department to not press charges and just trying to yeah. brush another rug oh. but yeah, and the the picture the picture that's going around the internet is him in a chair, taped to this chair. He's totally passed out. It looks like he has he's spray paint all over his face. He has like a poop on his leg. Like I guess that's what it is. You can't. That's what it said. And then there's like five kids behind him just flipping off the camera. God, that's the worst. Awful. I'd be so disgusted in my kid. Terrible. Um, now let's go to Florida. Yes. Stephen Cozy. Nope. I don't know anything that's going on right now. So this was also around March 21st. This guy is a attorney in Largo, Florida. Not Mar-a-Lago, just Largo. He was in his office and he was leaving to go to the bathroom. Well, he had a, uh, a hearing that he was supposed to go to at his law office but goes to the bathroom first, and then he didn't show up for the hearing. So it's a pretty small office, this law office. And his boss is also like his best friend. Okay. So he's supposed to be on this in this hearing. He never shows up. So then boss goes to look for him and goes to the bathroom because he knew he went to the bathroom. And he notices a like blood splatter on the wall. And he was like, it looked like... They had wiped, somebody had wiped the wall off and it looked like smearing. And, but it wasn't like a ton of blood. So he was like, what is going on? So he goes back to, to Stephen's office. He sees that his keys, his cell phone, his wallet are all there and his car is still in the parking lot. But where but is no he? Steve, but no him. And okay. he had just gone to the bathroom and he's not there anymore. So he looks a little bit more. He ends up calling the police. Uh, files a missing persons report. Police come. They go into the bathroom. They shine the little blue light, and they said it lit up. Blood everywhere. So I guess he did wipe, whoever did this, wiped it all off. So, yeah. Blood everywhere. And they said it kind of smelled like bleach. So, 
they are like, what is happening? They pull a, uh, they pull surveillance footage and they see a strange guy coming into the office building and then leaving. And then they see the car, this is some vehicle, like this person didn't belong at this office. Right. So then they end up tying this, um, car that they saw to this doctor. This doctor's name is Dr. Tomaz. I want to say Kawasaki, but it's <laughs> Kawasaki. Okay. Uh, we're going to call him Dr. K. Oh, I did see that last name. Dr. K. He's a Florida plastic surgeon. So police track him down after a couple of days. Like they find a reason to pull him over. In During this traffic stop, they find a blood-soaked, ballistic vest, a taser, brass knuckles, duct tape, and sedatives with syringes. What? He was prepared. So he was arrested, and he was eventually charged with first-degree murder on March 25th. So what is the motive? Happened. Stephen's body has yet to be found. Police say that after they, yeah, they served the warrant and they're like, they had enough evidence to think that he was the one that did this. His fingerprints were recovered from inside the office building. There was no reason for him, like it, in, it was found inside of a building, part of the building that was not accessible to the public. But, oh, also on the surveillance footage, it was he was seen removing a large container that was like large enough to... Put a body in. Put a body in. And, like, Mm. it was covered with, like, a red blanket. So, apparently, this guy, Causey, and his attorneys from the law firm, Blanchard Law Firm, had an ongoing negligence lawsuit. Against the plastic surgeon. From 2019 (gasps) that claimed that Dr. K claimed there were issues with his former plastic surgery center that he worked where, and he was suing people who he worked with and who he worked for. And this is basically a billing issue. That's. It says that the, um, the case stems from the allegations that Dr. K, insurance biller, intentionally and repeatedly misrepresented uh, medical claims. Mm. So I don't know how this insurance how it works with. Well, basically, plastic surgery isn't covered under insurance unless it's tied to like. You can get a breast implant if you've had to lose your breast from breast cancer, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But they're just not going to give you breast implants because you, you want insurance yeah. won't pay for it if it's yeah. cosmetic. So, Well, this guy's shady because he's no longer with that. So he's not lo- no longer with that first insurance or that first plastic surgery place. Then he started working at another plastic surgery place and they fired him. And then, so now he's just like disgruntled. And I guess there. this is all we know so far. This is from the affidavit, but they, I mean, details have got to come sketchy. out. So this guy sketchy, is being sketchy. held right now. He's without held without bail. He does facial plastic surgery, body contouring, and breast reconstruction. Mm-hmm. So, and this guy, this... Apparently, this Stephen guy was, like, just so nice, like, the nicest guy. He's married to his husband. He was and doing his, his job. He he was doing his job. Yeah. And this guy just goes in and just 
Wow. Kills him and slaughters him and puts it. Where did, where's the body? Where's the body? Where's the body? So this is in Florida. And, you know, I love when Sox. there's I love when there's a Florida case because, you know, J.B. Buno from WFLA, he's the one that covers it. And every time I hear his voice, I go straight to Gabby Petito because he was the one covering Gabby Petito. And he's like, WFLA, WFLA. Mm-hmm. And he's a great voice. <sighs> also, Florida. yes, yes. I'm hoping that I watched the lawyer, you know, on YouTube, Peter Tragos, in case you want listen, to listen to him or watch him. Mm-hmm. He goes over a bunch of Florida trials and stuff. Or just trials in general. But I'm hoping he'll cover this one because it's just so wild. Wow. I know. Wow, wow, wow. And We've had a lot of, like, doctors, dentists. Like, the dentist from last week that poisoned his wife. We had a chiropractor a couple weeks ago. Like, it's these men in these high positions that think they can get away with anything. Murdoch. Murdoch. Lawyers. Uh, they did release, uh, speaking of Murdoch, they did release pictures. Well, they, I don't know when they released the pictures of Stephen Smith's body in the road mm. or how it was. And, like, it's, oh, they are fully having a full-on investigation. Like, Should. they have hired this full a team. Like, they're going full force on this case. Okay. He was definitely not hit by the car. He, there was, if you're going to have road rash if you're hit by a car. You're going to have blood along the whole road. Yeah. It's that there was never a question of that. Like there was never a like, well, maybe or what? Like, can you believe it was that it's been eight years and they yes, just threw it under that the. That whole I area know. has been crooked. I could totally believe it. And I, I so also are those believe. sled detectives like, are they gone? Like, wh- why would you think? Why now do we think it's okay that they're going to actually do their job? It's got to be a whole different group. It has to be a different group of people. But remember one of the cops that was at, what was the county called? What was this town? Uh, Hampton. Hampton County got promoted and he is now a sled. Like I think he was dealing with the boat case. Mm. He has since then been promoted, and now he's part of SLED. But I would think that would be a total conflict of interest, and if I was Stephen Smith's family, I would make sure that it's a fresh new set of eyes and, like, bring SLED from another area or county or bring the fucking Texas Rangers up there. Oh, yeah, we're going to need the Texas Rangers up there. Matt, Matt, Cawthon, Cawthon, we need you to go to. Get up over there. Speaking of Texas, David Temple update. Finally, okay, so this was your story. Yes. So let me see if I can recap it. Okay. David Temple was having it. Okay. He was, where are they, what's, where's he from? They were from Katy. Katy, Texas. Texas. Yeah. He played football at SFA. They both went to SFA. And how does it relate to, was this the? Yeah, this is the one where the girl, the the girl from Midway that um, hit the Baylor kid. Oh my gosh, yes. Said it was a stop sign. Yes. Got away with it for however many years. How does that relate to the to David Temple? She was the best friends of So the lady who hit the Baylor kid and killed him. Uh-huh. She was, was best, best friend friends with, with David Temple's wife. Yeah, her and Tammy and Quentin Harlan were their names. So, that's how it relates. So, go ahead. Now start it. So, yeah. Temp- David Temple was having an affair with a coworker. Mhm. Heather. And Heather, and he was out running errands on January 11th, 1999, when his wife, Belinda, was murdered. 
So he says. So he says. And then according to the timeline that was uh, by like investigators, he had time to slip home and kill her. Yes. This is what we think. But that's, but she was also eight months pregnant. Yes. Belinda. Yeah. The baby, her and the baby died. Mm-hmm. And the defense said that the prosecution had the timeline all wrong. And so the investigators retraced his steps in that evening. This is why it's got, it got messed up because didn't they go to trial? Like they, this is guilty. the third time. Like he was found guilty the first time. Uh-huh. Then they took um, it back. Mm-hmm. Then they had another trial. Yes. Found guilty. Took yes. it back. No, they didn't take that back. They just never got to sentence him. Because they couldn't come up. It's COVID. Oh, I and read. The jur- they couldn't. Or jury? Or third jury or something like that? I, I read remember. that. the fir- It says the defense said the prosecution had the timeline all wrong. The investigators retraced his steps in the evening and not during the time that the murder would have been and the, when the traffic was heavier. So they were saying there's simply no time. So he was convicted the first time in 2007 for his wife's murder after years of the investigation, but then the ruling was overturned in 2016 and he was granted a retrial. Yes. Then they, prosecutors never turned over reports about the boy next door uh-huh. to the defense in the original trial. So then the appeals court in 2017 ruled that the, there was prosecutorial misconduct and this was grounds for a new trial. Okay. 2019, he was found guilty for a second time for murdering his wife but then sentencing could not be agreed on, so the judge declared it a mistrial. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think so. In 2020, his attorneys asked the judge to toss out the second conviction and hold a new trial. They also asked for a change of venue, but the judge denied both requests. A new jury is supposed to be selected on April 3rd, like tomorrow. Yes. And... Oh, they're going to, that's going to be where they decide the sentencing. sentencing. Yeah, so he's already been guilty twice. How do you bring a new jury that was the just whole... to find the sentencing without doing the whole trial? I guess it, why is the jury deciding it, not the judge? I decided the, we decided the. Yeah, but you were there sentencing. sitting there for the whole trial. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard, I've never heard of this though. Go back to the episode, and I, I know I said it in there, in the episode, of why. Um, of why what? They wanted to have a new, oh, they wanted a mistrial, but they didn't do a mistrial, so they wanted a new jury for the sentencing. So he's already guilty. He's been in jail for the murder. He just hasn't been sentenced. So the family is hoping, Belinda Temple's family is hoping for another life sentence because he was given life the first time. I, so they're hoping for another um, life sentence. So he's he's doing time for the murder that he did. Yeah. It just, it hasn't been closed this whole time. Like you just can't close the yeah, yeah. chapter on it and like be done because he's just been sitting like in limbo this whole time in Houston, um, in a jail in Houston. I mean, I know the Aiden Fucci tri- sentencing was like a like two or three days, and that was just going over. There were some investigators that they came and they gave some, but I don't understand why they have to do that. that. I, I thought it was just victim impact statements. 
And then the judge, but that's the judge deciding. This is a jury deciding, a, a brand new jury who no, has no idea about the case. So how long is that trial? It's, is, is it a trial? It's a sentencing. No, he's already guilty. A sentencing trial. Yeah, but I'm sure or a sentencing they'll, have to, hearing. they'll either have to watch it, they'll have to recap it. They'll, they have I know. to know what they're sentencing. Yeah, that's yeah. why I think that's so weird. I've never heard of this. Yeah. I need to go back and listen to the episode and figure out what the complications are, but... Um, that well, was based off the Catherine Casey book Shattered. Happened right down the road. It was it's a great story. So if you haven't listened to that story, go back and listen to David Temple Part One and Part Two. The ties to Waco is the best friends in the story, Quentin and Harlan. Quentin and Tammy, Tammy. Harlan worked at a local school district. Quentin, are they married? A married they were couple? married, yeah. Uh-huh. Teacher and coach couple. They were best friends with Belinda and um David. Um, after Belinda was killed and after the trial, they came to Waco, were at a local school district here. She was in the news soon after because there was a hit and run, I believe on LaSalle, and a 19-year-old Baylor kid was struck and killed. And um, turns out years later, I believe it was like three years later, they tied it. There was an anonymous call, and they tied that phone call Back to, because she had called some friends to come help her. Mm-hmm. She had took her car to Marlin to get it fixed, and there was blood and everything on there. So, And she said she thought she hit a homeless person. Yes. First she said, First she said she hit the stop sign. sign. Then she said a homeless person, like, that would make it okay. And so I mean, it's she homeless. had to leave this area and go to Dallas, and we don't know what she's doing now. But I, did I look thought they were supposed to do a... They had to move it. They were supposed to, remember we asked your friend? Yes. They were supposed to try her this May. Yeah. So what's crazy is that the school district that she worked for, all the people that were in that friend group, because they were leaving a um, a um, drinking party. Oh. A drinking party. Oh. One of the administrators at the school district would have every year. and It's like a party. Oh, so yeah. like a, They yeah. left there. And so... Those people that were involved in hosting that party every year and those administrators actually resigned the school year to hopefully so this case would not be attached to that district. Oops. But it's still attached to it. I'm not going to out the district because um, it's not my business, but you'll definitely see it when it comes out. They're... They're not going to unattach them just because these people don't work for the district anymore. Oh, yeah. Because at yeah. the time of the crime, they all did. But So they were going to have it in May, but then now they moved it? Mm-hmm. But I don't know why they we moved it. Or, yeah. yeah. But is it going to be here? Do I need to go? It's going to be here because it happened here. Well, I'm going to have to go. Yeah. Um, are you going to tell us about David Koresh? Or now, set wh- next week. Well, what I will say is, I did a tour of the compound this past week, and it was a great little tour. I did meet some fellow Branch Davidians, y'all, um, and I got some good audio footage. But I am going to save all of that and the conspiracy theory that they are now working on. I, but I will give you one little hint: is they basically think that former President Donald Trump is going former, to... Former indicted President Donald Trump. Is he officially indicted? <laughs> President <laughs> Donald Trump 
is going to come and take over and be the new leader. Well, you know, I was of at the, the Branch Davidians, not of America. Oh, not of America. No, no. But <laughs> I, I had to go. Because you, he is, because according to them, he is anti-government like David Krish was. And, and they were both set up and framed by the government. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Well, David Koresh was not set up in frames. So we planned this because I was like, we're like, April was going to go check out David Koresh and I was going to the Trump rally because I had to get footage and she had to get footage. Yes. And it was, and there was, I thought I was at the Trump rally because there was Trump 2024 <laughs> flags up everywhere. And I was just like, I, I literally, y'all live in. There's nothing but trailer houses out there. This guy has like, I was like, what is the deal with? That's his secret house. Why do y'all love Trump? Why, why, why Trump? I was like, I thought y'all hated government. So I'll play that video for you at some point. And let me tell you one thing I did. I, I didn't hear anything that was said at the rally because I can't listen mm -hmm. while I'm doing other things. But I do know that I did have to put my gum in this girl's hair in front of me because she was so rude. <laughs> You don't know how many messages I got saying, Caroline's at the Trump rally? I And, and wait, what did they say? Um, um, maybe she is, wait, maybe she is. White? No. Drawn to narcissists. Oh, hell! <laughs> no, I almost got fired, so it's fine. From your job? Oh, yeah, she hung up on me in my face. Yeah. She was like, uh, no, I'm not talking to you. You can submit your resignation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all terrible they're all lying they're all lying politicians are horrible all right y'all you're welcome for that we will see y'all thursday and for a whole new episode if you have not done so already rate review subscribe those three things pretty simple we will see y'all thursday don't forget to stay aware stay alive and always be dtf bye y'all bye This has been a Rogue Media Network production.